Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast ever, the Nesting with the Early Birds podcast with your hostess, me, Shannon Early. Remember, I'm a homeschooling mom of four. I'm a Christian. I'm a hairstylist, a podcaster. I'm now a leader of a mops group, a leader of an American Heritage Girls group, and also a leader of a mama meetups group. Basically, I have so much free time on my hands between homeschooling and just being a mom and keeping my house clean in general. I thought, I'm going to add everything else. So welcome to my podcast. Enjoy your time with me. And I'm just so thankful that you're letting me spend this time with you. I know that being inside of your ears is a pretty intimate experience. I mean, I know I'm in my husband's ears all day, but it's because I basically just live journal at him all the time, telling him all my thoughts and all my feelings constantly. So I'm so thankful for this podcast. I'm so thankful for my listeners, which means you, I am thankful for you. In this episode, I'm going to talk about using our homes as a mission field. And some of you may have heard that before, but I'm going to give you a slightly new way to look at it. Thank you so much for coming back and I'll be with you in just a second. Motherhood. It doesn't look the same for any of us, but you know what? All of us are carrying around our own baggage. Whether it's helping your children with autism or anxiety, living with chronic illness, surviving from abuse in all of its forms, or feeling depressed or stuck in your life, girl, I've got you. We are going to talk about all those things, but we're also going to talk about super fun and nerdy things too, like historical costuming or sewing, minimalism, hair and makeup, gaming, DIY crafts, motherhood, friendhood, is that even a word, and homeschooling. But mostly, you are going to see Jesus in the everyday life. All right, friends, thank you so much for coming back to Nesting with the Early Birds, and I'll be with you in just a second. All right, friends, welcome back. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about using our homes as a mission field. And I'm going to tell you, I've heard this saying before, and it's honestly really bothered me, and probably because I'm just a selfish person, but there's just nothing glamorous, at least from the face value of looking in about using our homes as a mission field. You know, like we're not partaking in some sacrificial goat from another culture that's trying to welcome us with their lovely hospitality. We don't have any amazing stories to tell about digging wells in, you know, jungles. We have no experience that we're sharing with others where we're walking barefoot through villages and knocking on strangers' doors, inviting them to a community event. I mean, it's completely different. And honestly, all those really good things that can happen when you are on a mission trip or you are a missionary, it's like you have no problem sharing those with others. But to be honest, like I don't really enjoy sharing all my good things during the day. It's almost like I'm embarrassed about it, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, when like moms are together or people are together and they're like, oh my goodness, today my kids drew on the walls and they fought each other and they were just not listening and they're just crazy, right? It's like, that's so much easier to share as opposed to like, today my children were a foretaste of heaven and they were gentle with each other and there was 10 whole seconds where everybody was best friends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like we don't really share that with other people. And 
I feel like I've got some, um, I've had an interesting view on this because, well, several reasons. First of all, I've been on several mission trips, several in-country, several out of the country. I have a big heart for missionaries. If you're a missionary out there, praise God for you. Thank you for what you're doing. It is glamorous work, okay, at least looking in. But I know that when it's your everyday job, it's got to be so difficult and oftentimes so lonely. And I just wanted to thank you so much for your work. On the other hand of me and uh, going on different mission trips, there was actually a time that any of you that are my friends might know that my husband and I actually tried to be permanent missionaries on the mission field. We had gone to a country and fallen in love with the people, fallen in love with the mission that was going to, you know, go on there for long term. We were willing to uproot our family of four, two of the children having autism, to a Spanish-speaking country because we so badly wanted to help with this mission. And, you know, at first things were going super well. And I'm going to go into detail about this in another episode because it is quite interesting, I think. Um, But things were going so well. And there was about a year of us taking different tests, having to visit different people, you know, being interviewed multiple times. We had a mentorship that actually just ended. It was supposed to last, you know, I think 18 weeks, but because we had to keep postponing things, I think we and the mentor spoke over a period of about two and a half years. There was so much involved. We had to tell our families goodbye tell them what we were planning on doing. We started donating all of our items. We knew the area of town we were going to live. And then at the very last moment, we were finally told no by the company. And basically it had to do with the fact that I have had previous abuse in the past and previous sexual and physical abuse. And they felt like, you know, Shannon, before it's time for you to really start witnessing to people we would feel better if you were able to really take care of yourself first and then reapply. But my husband and I took that as such a punch in the gut. You know, you hear about all these things about, you know, send me Lord, here I am. And that the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. And my husband and I are like, dude, we are literally ready to sacrifice our family's like comfort to go do this. And you guys are saying no. I mean, that's at first how we took it. It was very intense, but We have learned since then that God has so many different reasons for, you know, allowing things, disallowing things, and we're just thankful so much for his providence in it. I mean, first of all, the coronavirus happened like two months after we were told we couldn't go to this country. So that's pretty great. I mean, it's not great. It's, you know what I'm saying. Also, my mom ended up having her gigantic, massive stroke last year in November. And if I was in another country without any ability to travel to see her, it would have absolutely killed me. And then knowing that to be a missionary, you do have to sign a contract that you're going to be in the field to the best of your ability for X amount of years. And I think ours was going to be five years at a time. So it's not like I could have said, okay, I'm going to go move back to Virginia. You know, it just wouldn't have happened. So we are really thankful for God's answer in that. And we're also thankful that God showed us that we had enough faith that we were willing to do this. You know, there's this part in the Old Testament where there's a dad and he is told, like, if you love God, you need to sacrifice your son. And the dad starts to go through with it before God stops him. And the dad is then rewarded with this absolute knowledge of the faith that he has in the Lord 
God sees his faith. And I feel like with Evan and I's situation, that's exactly what happened. And so since then, it's been really encouraging just knowing, hey, man, God basically reached down and let us know, thank you. Like, I see that you love me. Does that make any sense? Okay. So that's the background of missions stuff, okay? I love missions. I've got a big heart for it. I love sharing the gospel with people. And I also just love sharing Jesus's love to people without them even maybe even knowing that's what I'm doing. I really like giving people just this comfort and this warmth and this, you know, hey man, we're friends. I love you kind of feeling all the time. All right. Here's the difference, guys. There are... a ton of places throughout the Bible that talk about us using our homes as our mission fields. Maybe you're a single person and you don't have a husband or children, but when it's saying your homes, it's talking about the place that you live, okay? Your home, your neighbors are not exactly just your neighbors. It's the people that you come in contact with every day. And we're supposed to treat these people the same way as if we were on a mission field, And I actually have a couple verses of scripture that I wanted to go over really quickly with you guys. First of all, Psalm 96, one through three says, sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord, all the earth, sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. 1 Samuel 12, 24, but be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. Jeremiah 20, verse 9, if I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in and I cannot. Mark ten forty five. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And lastly, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. You guys, like, obviously, all throughout the Bible, and there's a gajillion more verses, okay? But... All throughout the Bible, you hear over and over how it is so important to share God with all different people, all nations, all peoples. And to me, it was like, I have such um, una corazón para las personas español, the people of Spain, Spanish people. I have such a heart for these people. And I felt like, man, I want to speak Spanish. Like, I love speaking Spanish. I love meeting new people. What's the deal here? And, you know... We did have a great time in Spain. I did have a great time in Belize. I enjoy speaking with people that are of Spanish descent. But the thing is, I wasn't looking at my own children and my husband the same way at all. Let me give you an example of a difference. When a child from a dirt poor village in Belize handed me over a stack of tortillas That was her family's food for the week, and she gave it to me as a present to thank me for coming. The way that I received that gift, my heart was so full. I was so like, wow, this girl like is so gracious. I was just overfilled with this love and this joy and this like, wow, I, you know, this awe that this little kid could show her love in such a mighty way, right? If my children 
spend 30 minutes drawing a picture of me and they give it to me, I'm like, thanks guys, I love it. And that's it. I'm not filled with this overwhelming like, oh my word, look at the mighty power of the Lord. Look at this, you know, all of this little bit of heaven inside of this little tiny person. I'm not doing that and it is wrong. It is wrong. My children are giving me the same amount of a gift as as they can in their capacity, right? As a little three or four or five-year-old, they're doing what they can. And though I do love the picture, I'm not looking at them the same as I would as a person I'm on a mission field with. Another example, my husband, okay? If you're on a mission field and you're meeting new people and the ways that they live are very different, maybe their behaviors are different. There's things that seem very odd or perhaps rude or just different, right? You're not going to be critical of it to that powerful umpteenth degree. You're not going to say, man, that guy is really annoying me the way he keeps doing this. You're not going to tell the guy, hey, I see you left a mess here. You need to get this up. You know, you're going to serve. You're going to clean up after them. You're going to laugh at all their jokes to be polite. You're going to thank God and pray for that person every night and pray for their salvation. I don't do that with my husband. I am not looking at him as this person that I have come to serve from miles away to show him the love of God. And that is wrong. And when you start realizing, when people say your home is a mission field, it can seem so rote. To me, it's hurtful. And that's wrong too. Like, why am I being hurt over that? Why? Because to me, I feel like, well, I have got so much more to give. Why am I stuck with just my family? Just my children? That's awful saying it out loud, guys. But if any of you that just can understand that day to day, budging through the same thing all the time, I hope that you can understand in some sort of capacity. It's not that I'm unloving to my family. It's that I'm not loving them the way that I should as a missionary of the Lord. We have to remember our children, our husband, our friends, these are not our things. They're basically on loan to us from God. They're God's things. They're God's people. They're God's creation. And I think that sometimes we tend to forget that. We think, well, you know, here's another day. My house is really messy. I've got all these things on my plan. My schedule is full. I've got to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Instead of really taking that time to share with our children, wow, do you see this sky today? Did you know who made this sky? Yeah, God made the sky. Did you know God loves you? Mm-mm-mm. Hugging, hugging, kisses. And I do do that sometimes. But there is a difference. When you're actively doing a vacation Bible school, you're actively leading a Bible study, there is a different mindset that you have than when you're just doing the day-to-day with your family. Why? Because you let them see your yuck. On one hand, that's great. They get to see your realness, right? And on the other hand, that's that's awful. <laughs> of all the people that can tell you how sinful you are, I guarantee it's the people you're closest to. But it's awful. There's a verse in the Bible about basically binding God's words to your hands and your feet and talking about them with your children when you rise, when you sit, when you walk about, when you work, when you do anything. I don't do that. And it's a confession to you guys to remind you that I'm assuming you probably don't do it either. 
And sure, maybe every night you pray. We pray every night. We pray for every meal. We pray every night before bed. We pray when there's really big things going on. We pray when we're thankful. We praise God for things. But you know what? It's not like I'm still constantly talking about the Lord. I'm not constantly talking about the Bible. And I'm definitely not continually showing God's love to my children. God would never react the way I do in certain situations. It just doesn't happen. And guess what else? I wouldn't react those ways in a mission field either. Why? Because you're trying to constantly put your best foot forward in order to show Christ to people. You want them to see Jesus by spending time with you and looking at you. So you, with all the might that is bestowed to you by the Holy Spirit, you work through your yuck and your sin to give these people a glimpse of who God is. And when I'm with my children and my husband or my mom and my dad, whoever it is, I let that, I let that down. And it's, it's, it's something that I've got to work on. And so I want to encourage you guys the same thing. I'm going to challenge you, you know, consider when people say, use your home as a mission field. Don't just be like, ah, whatever. Like me (laughs) say, huh? Like, what would that look like? Really take the time to think about it. Like, what would I do? How would I talk? Who would I spend time with? What kinds of things can I do to serve them well? How can I point them to the Lord? So that's, I hope that from all of this, you didn't just take away that I'm a terrible person, but that you also took away that I'm a normal human chick and I'm trying to get through this just like you guys are. I don't have it all together. I definitely don't have it all together. But guys, the minute that we stop trying to change We've got a big problem because if you actually know anything about being a Christian, like everything is awful about you. (laughs) Even when all the outward sins are gone, you've still got so much that you need to work on on the inside. And this is one of those big things. It's a heart situation, putting our heart for the Lord first and letting our children and our husbands and our friends, our neighbors, the people we go to work with, let them see who Jesus is just by spending time with you. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining Nesting with the Early Birds with your hostess, Shannon Early. Remember, find me on Facebook slash Nesting with the Early Birds. You can find me at www.nestingwiththeearlybirds.com. And early is spelled E-A-R-L-E-Y. Email me, nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com. I would love to get your input. What did you think about this episode? What other episodes would you like me to do? What was your favorite episode you've heard? How is your day going? Whatever you want to tell me, let me know. I'll get back with you as soon as I can. And I really wanted to remind you guys that God totally loves you all the time.